Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another Birdie Num Num podcast. What is going on, everybody? This week has been fun. January 10th, 2019. We're having a good time, I must say. Um, I'm having a good time. I am going to Thailand tomorrow on a Air India flight. So that will be the subject of today's podcast. Um the last time I flew an Air India flight, I had the most interesting experience because everyone teases that, you know, it's a bunch of aunties uh, who are on uh, the flight, you know, like they're the ones who are working the flight. But dude, I had like a hot like stewardess last time I was on an Air India flight and I was so confused. Um, I was just like, is this the right airline or have, have they changed? And look, I'm not saying you got to be you got to be hot to be a stewardess, but I mean, Air India, they are. They're going the way of JetBlue or Virgin America, where they are really sprucing up their game. So I think that joke is done, everybody's what I'm trying to say, you know. By the way, whenever people would make fun of Air India, you know, like it's a bunch of old people who are working there, you know, government employees, whatever. Um, one thing no one ever gave Air India credit for was the food was pretty good, dude. I mean, this podcast is not sponsored by Air India, but I am quite impressed, you know. It's literally an Indian airline because they feed you. Uh, they shut you up and then they say, leave us alone, you know, but the food is good because that ultimately is the litmus test. You know, no one cares. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the flight was three hours late. Everyone's like, oh, the food was the food was nice. The dal and the rice. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Air India, man. It's crazy, though, because I'm actually uh, going to Thailand tomorrow. And one thing that's funny with, uh, you know, flights from India to Thailand now. Like, By the way, when we go to Thailand, can we stop? with the happy ending jokes, everybody. Like, would you guys mind? I think we're over it. Uh, no need, not required. I get it. Oh, you're going to Thailand. You're going <laughs> to... No, I'm going to actually enjoy myself and have a good time and hit a beach up and maybe see a wedding or my wedding. I don't know. Like, But there's more to a country than trying to get happy endings, you guys. Like, I feel bad. You know, I do stand-up comedy. And could you imagine if you were a comedy club owner in Thailand and all you ever heard was like happy ending joke, happy ending joke, happy ending joke. I think um, that would not be a happy ending at the show because people would be like, all right, what else you got? Um, God, it's got to be frustrating, dude. Like, But on that note, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make jokes about massages or anything, but one thing that's so frustrating is, not frustrating, but funny and a little frustrating is now they have flights from India to Thailand, okay? Um, as they always have, but now they're insanely, like insanely cheap. I think they're like, if you plan ahead in advance, they're like 5,000, 6,000 rupees, which is like whatever, $100 or so. And, you know, it's opening up a new segment of the market uh, when you have, you know, low prices uh, to a place. And of course, um, a lot of people know of Thailand as this place, you know, where, you know, your dreams can come true or whatever. So, uh, last time I was on an Air India flight going to Bangkok, because I am getting married in Bangkok, all jokes aside. So um, last time I was going there, you know, when you have a new market opened up and you have, you know, a new caliber of folks who realize, you know, an international destination is almost as cheap now as, you know, even a trip to Goa. Um, and in Thailand, you're going to get stuff you don't get in Goa. Um, there's going to be a certain caliber of person on that flight, if you know what I mean. And 
I mean, Indians were bad enough, as I talked about in the other podcast when we travel. You know, like every Indian flight has that uncle who like gets up the second the plane's not even like on the ground. He's like, "Oh, I should, I should hurry up to go wait in line." You know, we're all getting out of here at the same time. But, um, dude, there was like seven dudes on our flight um, who literally looked like they're flying for the first time. You know, sunglasses, shades on, ready to roll. Literally drunk at 1 p.m. on this Air India flight. Wasted. And they were so drunk, I thought the pilot was not going to board them. But for some reason, you know, just like a kid at school, they, like, just got all ready um, right before. And they get on the flight. And these guys, you can just tell, dude. Like, everyone who is at least a little behaved is like, oh, God, I got to share a four-hour flight with these dudes. And it was, like, seven drunk dudes from I don't know where. I want to say North India, South India, whatever. But... That kind of like, you know, rich factory worker, sort of factory owner, sort of guy, whatever. The ugliest shirts you could imagine, the ugliest sunglasses you could imagine, joking, drinking, um, getting on a flight at 2 p.m. Like they've never, you know, seen the light of day and just smash. I mean, these are the guys like when the stewardess does walk by, um, you know, they're going to be like, you know, like that, like that sort of people. And dude. I kid you not. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever been on a flight with, like, an unruly passenger. Like, there's crying babies. There's, you know, crying baby 2.0, which is the kicking baby who, like, kicks your seat. Um, But these guys were literally, like, they're drunk. So as soon as the plane starts to, like, take off, like, you know, from Bangalore, this idiot literally gets up out of his seat. He, like, tells all his friends, and he just starts taking selfies, like, on the plane as it's taking off. And of course the stewardesses, they can't even get up at that point because, you know, they're they're fastened in until the plane at least gets to ten thousand feet. But these idiots are like so drunk. They're like taking pictures. And like I've never wanted like to like risk injury to somebody, but I was just hoping like for a tiny bit of turbulence to knock that idiot on the floor because he was just so obnoxious. And it's so interesting, like whenever you have a unruly passenger on the you know, on a flight, you're not sure who's going to say something first and you're not sure if you should do it. It's kind of like when the teacher is like, any questions, anybody? And and you're hesitant, but you want to, but you don't want to. And I was just like, man, there's seven of these dudes, not a single passenger on this plane. Even the hoity-toity Bluetooth business guy who was all cool earlier was not saying shit. Not because anybody was scared, but, you know, there's seven of them. So you don't want to mess around and you you also don't want to start a fight you know, as a plane's taking off, but you know, you got a little bit of an ego and you want to put these guys in check. And my fiance was like, are you going to do something about this? Are you going to talk to them? And I was like turning back and I was like, I mean, I can't take all of them, but I feel like the plane would be on my side, you know? So like, I was like thinking about it, like my own pride, just like stewing and like brewing for like a good 40 seconds. And I was like, I was like, Hey, <laughs> like literally that, that's all that came out of my mouth. Like, Hey, and then the guy was like, oh, study, study, study. And then he just, like, sat down. And then you could just hear them, like, giggling and, like, all sorts of stuff. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, my, like, big brave heart moment. <laughs> just yelling, hey, uh, at these idiots. And they finally did calm down. And the crazy thing was, after I said hey, everybody else was like, yeah, we can stand up for ourselves, too. You know, because follow the leader. And then, like, three or four more other guys told him to, like, shut up. And these guys finally calmed down. And, dude, I think stewardesses have a tough job, man, especially, I mean, I'm sure Chinese stewardesses as well. Uh, I feel like in America, like, they're a lot ruder. Like, in an American flight, you know, if somebody gets up as the plane's taking off, they're like, sit your ass down, sir. Sponsored by Delta. Um, And nobody says anything. Like, even the passengers, like, happy to shut somebody down. 
Um, but in India, no, dude. Like, and the funny thing was, nobody was like kicked them off the plane. Nobody wanted to curse at them. But all like three of the guys behind me, they're like, "Can you please feed them? <laughs> like, please." And literally, after we hit cruising altitude, ten minutes into the flight, the stewardesses came out with like fifteen boxes of like whatever rajma chawal or whatever it is. And these guys grub down like they've never seen food before, and they passed out. And and that's your flight to Thailand, everybody. That is literally what a flight on a budget airline or a discounted fare from India to Thailand looks like. Um, so, you know, tread carefully as you guys go. The best part was when we landed in Bangkok, I saw this guy, and he was just he was just all happy, all smiles. Again, selfie, airport, sunglasses, you know, ready to roll. So, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, I don't know if anyone else had a similar experience with like unruly passengers, but I feel like the rowdiest flights generally on the Indian subcontinent are India to Thailand. Um, that reminds me, dude, like, you know, American flights, they always, <laughs> they always like, you've seen these Facebook videos, like a cool Southwest Airlines passenger, like a flight attendant who'll be like rapping like the safety announcement, like, all right. All right, welcome to the welcome to Southwest. Yeah, you know we love our people. Um, like I don't think you'd ever see that here, dude. Like, would you ever see a? Would you ever see like an Indian flight crew singing like a Falguni Patik? Is that how you say it? Falguni Patik. I don't know. <laughs> like, would you ever? Uh, but anyways, dude, Thailand is a fun country, man. I must say. By the way, my favorite, I mean, my favorite thing about Thailand is obviously Thai food. Like, I mean, if you don't like Thai food, um, I do not want to be your friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how anybody cannot like Thai food. Like, if I ever went on a date, which I wouldn't because, you know, I'm getting married. But um, if in my previous life I was ever on a date and somebody was like, ew, Thai food, it's just too spicy, and I just can't eat it, and ugh, yuck, I'd be like, yeah, this is not going to go anywhere, you know? Dude, Thai food is literally the best food in the world. I mean, if you like spicy food, sure, but if you don't like spicy food, like, I mean, go to hell. <laughs> but I love Thai food, man, I, and I feel like I I discovered Thai food, like, after I was 16. Um, I don't know why it took that long. Um, you know, like there was Chinese food and there was Indian food growing up, but for some reason, Thai food was this new thing. And in India, you know, most restaurants are not really Thai. I mean, they say Thai and they say they have Pad Thai and they say they have Pad CU and they say they use lemongrass and coffee or lime and, and, you know, coconut, which I guess they do now. Um, but very rarely is it actually, actually Thai food. Like I went to this five-star restaurant in India, and I took uh, my fiance for like I think one of our anniversaries or her birthday or something, and literally we paid I think four or five k for the dinner, one of Bangalore's only Thai restaurants in a five star hotel that rhymes with Goboroy, you know, <laughs> Goboroy, um, and you know I like wrote a review afterwards because I was just so disappointed they didn't use any Thai ingredients, and then the manager calls me because he figured out my number from the sign in sheet. And he was like, yo. And I was like, yeah. And you wrote this review, like like two stars. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I did. And he's like, well, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I agree with everything you said, that we don't use Thai ingredients. But, you know, we're trying to cater to the Indian palate. So we have to go heavy on the gravy and, you know, this, that. And I was like, well, then cater to the Indian prices, you know. If you're going to charge 900 bucks for Thai fr fried rice, uh, that's not very Indian either. So, um, 
But dude, Thai food is the best thing ever, man. I don't know how people don't like Thai food. Like, I mean, I mean, real Thai experts. By the way, none of this is sponsored, but I got to tell you, my favorite Thai restaurants in Bangalore are probably this place called Lan Thai or Lana Thai on New BEL Road. It's literally three people in the restaurant. That's the capacity, but there's actually a Thai person there. And then Thai House um, in Indranagar, uh, opposite, I think, Toit or uh, Domino's Pizza or something. That place also has any any restaurant where people are yelling in Thai in the kitchen rudely in the back is a restaurant I want to eat at. You know what I mean? I don't care that you have nice leather chairs. I don't care that you're a fancy joint. I want to hear angry Asian people screaming in the back of your restaurant because I know they are going to make some kick-ass food. Like, that that's just the deal. And Thai food, I mean, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, which, I mean, I hope that never happens, I, I'm pretty sure I'd go Thai food because it's so versatile, dude. Vegetarians, non-vegetarians, noodles, rice, vegetables, you know, morning glory, whatever. Like, ugh, I'm full, but I'm getting hungry right now. But, but yeah, that's about it for me this week. Off to Thailand tomorrow. Let me know what you guys think about traveling to Southeast Asia uh, from the Indian subcontinent. If you have any stories of, you know, being at the airport or being around the drunk, the drunk Indian man on his way to Thailand, uh, let me know, you know, like that is. By the way, I love when you return on the flights back to India from Thailand. Like all those guys, you know, they have some war story. Uh, war story, I said, by the way, W-A-R, not anything else in case you heard that wrong. But they all look like they're just like coming back with like some face. And I mean, I know a lot of it is in my head. I'm just messing around, but I'm sure a lot of it is not. And uh, I mean, one one other thing I'll I'll actually bring up that I forgot about talking about earlier was I remember like I think this was like five, six years ago, we went for a comedy festival in Singapore. Okay. And Singapore also they have lots of bars, you know, and there's a lot of bars where every lady in there is probably from the Thailand or the Philippines and you know, is probably, you know, looking to make a transaction, not really uh, you know, um meet somebody for real. And I mean and that's fine. That's that that's the way things are over there and, and I'm not gonna get into that angle, but uh, but, I mean, let's be honest, that's what the bar was, okay? So the comedy producers, they take all of us. We all go there. We're just, like, having a drink, whatever. And before we walk in, actually, uh, I see this uh, bouncer, you know, this big buff, I don't know what he was, Russian, Chinese, something or the other. And he's kicking out, like, six, you know, I think, maybe Bangalorean, maybe Tamilian, I have no clue, um, dudes who looked like, you know, they were in Singapore to work at TCS or whatever. And he's kicking them out. He's like, get out of here. Uh, and I got a little offended, you know, I was like, what the hell is this like a racist joint? Like what's going on? And I, and I asked the bouncer, I was like, yo, what are you doing? Uh, you know, like what's going on? And he was like, dude, they were being creepy to the women. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, I was like, okay, fine. Um, but then I was like, whoa, that is a skill, man. Um, some of these guys are so creepy. They can still be creepy to women who are working. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is something else. So, I mean, if you guys have similar stories about, you know, the creepy Indian man, you know, spreading his love uh, everywhere you go, or just fun stories about the airport, do comment below uh, or send me a tweet or whatever on the podcast. Um, and yeah, guys, Sanjay Monaktala, I am out for this week. I'll catch you later. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. That's right.